everybody, and welcome to episode 266 of Magic the Amateuring. That's right, you're listening to a podcast that's for people who are learning the game of magic, returning to the game of magic, just want to get a little bit better, or become a part of their magic community. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we have uh, just a lot of greatness is the way I'm going to sum it up for everybody. We're going to bring so much information from our brains to your faces. Yeah. Have you ever had information thrown at your face violently? Because that's what's going to happen today. Well, I call pies information, so I have. (laughs) I'd like a strawberry information, please. Oh, man, my favorite kind of information is just like a good key lime information. Oh, key lime information is so good. Really tasty stuff. Have you ever been uh, pied? (laughs) No, actually. I I don't think so. Like it would... Yeah, I think you would remember if you had a pie thrown in your face. (laughs) Really? It seems like something that you could forget. I, I don't think I would. I feel like it would hurt. You know, even if you... All they are is they just... No, you're right. The whipped filling. Yeah. You're still going to get hit with the back of the pie tin in the nose. No, you're right. But and the, even though they're like the soft aluminum ones, I think. Still going right? to hurt. Like, yeah, you're right. If a pie has been thrown at your face, please let us know how it felt using the hashtag. Pie face. Pie face at yeah. MTA cast. Please tweet at us. The uh, people and we need to know. Yes. Besides, also, did it hurt? Yeah, I, I want to know the extent, if your nose broke, why you were pied, if you can fit this all in Twitter's, I don't know how many characters they have, what is it now, 240? I, I honestly don't know. <sighs> They're going crazy, Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so, what kind of pie are we bringing to people's faces today? Great question. Okay, so we're uh, coming to a close of new patron month, or uh, yeah. Patreon Pledge Drive month uh, here at MTA Cast, That's which right. means March is going to be a brand new month that we're bringing you. That's right. We decided that a theme month was so much fun, we're having another yes. theme month. Just like a theme party. If you go to one, you're like, why am I ever going to a normal party? And you're <laughs> never going to go to another normal party. You're going to only <laughs> throw theme parties. Oh, I love it. So this... Uh, uh, coming month, March's theme month is Teach a Friend to Play Magic Month. That's right. Uh, we're celebrating new players in the month of March and encouraging all of you to bring a new player into the game. Uh, and we're going to do that with all sorts of different giveaways that are specifically geared towards new players. Um, we're even going to, spoiler alert, yeah. have a new series. Video series. A new video series that's going to come right at you that is specifically for people who are starting out knowing nothing about magic yeah and to help introduce or kick this month off we're gonna have a segment in this show that is kind of how to teach your friend how to play magic this is probably the number one question people ask us actually is how do i get my friend significant other etc etc child into magic how is the best way to teach them so we're going to give you our our favorite tips coming up in this show so that even though they're your etc child (laughs) you can still show them that they're valued by teaching them magic. <laughs> I'm just a normal child. Oh, I was an I'm et cetera, an et cetera child. child. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, happens it to happens. the best of us. It happens. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about what the standard environment is looking like these days with yes. updates from GP Memphis for you. Plus, the modern world got shaken up. Yeah. With some unbands. Wild on bands. How uh, is modern doing? Is it still alive? Yeah. Do we have to do chest compressions? What's going exactly. on? Exactly. We're gonna figure out. Was that was the, were these unbandings a defibrillator? Defibrillator. <laughs> defibrillator. A defibrillator right to their chest. Or, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And here, it might be the most exciting thing we're gonna say to you yet. We have some Magic Twenty Five preview cards to share with you. That's right. Magic Twenty Five preview cards. Whoa. Not Whoa. one. Not two. But three. three. Yeah. 
We have three, three cards. No big deal. Very exciting magic yeah. preview cards. And we have our drawing for our winner for our um, just kind of like, thanks for being a listener slash viewer yeah, prize exactly. at the end of the month. We have a winner for February and we'll start a new contest for March. You can find the link to that in the show notes or uh, under the YouTube video in the, I suppose you could call those show notes as well. The link will be there. It is a Gleam link and uh, everybody is eligible to enter. So we'll do that drawing at the end of the show. Wow. That's we right. have a lot of stuff. We really do. But what? Before we bring that pie to your face <laughs> okay. we have a couple of people to thank yes and number one of course is you if you are a patron of this show on patreon.com slash mtacast thank you so much for helping us we had a big hump to kind of get over when we switched yeah. over to monthly uh we're n- still not quite at the level that we were before we made the swap so this is kind of our final reminder that we're gonna <laughs> hey Throw in your face like yes. a pie to please switch your pledge from weekly to monthly. One dollar a month is just not going to cut it for our bills. <laughs> but five dollars <laughs> is great. Um, yeah. So, yeah, go over to patreon.com uh, slash MTA cast. Takes less than a minute to update your pledge. Or if you want to become a new member, we saw a lot of new members this month and it was absolutely fabulous. So welcome to the family, everybody who is a new member. Um, some people say, you know, I want to still help uh, for your office. Ravnica, you can see our lovely office here behind us if you're watching the video and And uh, you have until the end of today, February 28th, to, oh wait, that's Wednesday, February 28th, yeah, the last day of February, to donate $50 or more on paypal.me slash mtacast to get your name on our office wall. So just a couple more days to do that as well. That's right. Uh, And back to Patreon, just very briefly, $5 a month. It's so little. It's literally like cents a day. It's like 15 cents a day. Yeah. It's like less than 15 cents a day. Yeah. It's so it's so little, um, but it does so much for us. Um, so if you want to make your 15 cents go as far as it literally possibly ever <laughs> That's could. probably true. 15 cents isn't even eight minutes on a dryer <laughs> at a laundromat. <laughs> Which I know Accurate. because at least I recently went to a laundromat and it's 25 cents for eight minutes, which wow. is a ripoff. That's insane. Right? They're fleecing okay. you. Yeah. Literally. Also, so nothing about this laundromat had changed from like 1995 except the prices. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was literally the same machines. Probably. Um, that being said, I had a very nice time. I washed all of my clothes. We're cheaper than a laundromat. Exactly. <laughs> Magic It will go farther than a quarter at a laundromat. <laughs> that 15 cents a day. And if you want to think of it in terms of episodes, if that's how you prefer to think about it, it's $1.25 an episode, which yeah. is pennies. 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 On Wait, the dollar. It well, it's a dollar twenty-five. Which you can't count in pennies. One hundred twenty-five pennies. <laughs> Why do we still have the penny, by the way? I don't know. Other countries laugh at our stupid penny. It's so Did dumb. Did you know that like Canada got rid of pennies, and now they're even talking about getting rid of the nickel? Yeah. They're just like, how far can we push this idea? I mean, I'm all for it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want change. Get it out of there. In my wallet, rattling around like the bones in my backyard. Anyways, thank you as well to our sponsor, (laughs) Card Kingdom. Uh, Cardkingdom.com slash MTACast, an amazing place to get boosters, singles, any, like, wonderful extras that you're looking for. Yeah. Great place. I uh, pulled out uh, Card Kingdom Battle Deck here, which, speaking of new player month. Yeah. You can get these at Card Kingdom for 10 bucks, uh, 10 bones, if you will. And uh, <laughs> they're fantastic ways to get somebody into the game because they're pre-assembled. They fight well against the other battle decks. And there's even monocolored ones for super beginners. But we're going to get yeah. into that in a little bit. Nice. But that and other great stuff, please use the link uh, cardkingdom.com slash cast. You can even request a sticker to be sent with your order. Ooh. Yeah. For the name. 
Noobs, introducing your friend to magic. That's right. Like Maria said earlier, it's one of the most frequent questions that we get from people is like, hey, what are your recommendations if I want to get my friend into magic? Yeah. And so we're bringing you right now. Here you go. The best ideas that we've got. The tried and tested methods. We know they're, these work because it's how we got they into magic. <laughs> so we are test subjects one and two. What, what, side effects and all, what will happen? Exactly. Side, side, effects. side effects. Side effects. Many, actually, yes. if you think about it. it re- they really are. Speaking in bizarre slang oh in your goodness. real life, even. Being, honestly, the number one thing that I think of, I what? think, is probably how much more, like, linearly analytical i am oh yes situation yes absolutely stuff stuff where i never i never sat back and like went through point by point analysis of something going on in my life yes it was just sort of like i don't like this is just what's happening and now it's like well let us examine all of the pros and cons let's think about the value gained by this or like i'm the least analytical straight line brain person that I probably I know and I have noticed this change in myself yeah absolutely I did the same thing it's insane it's wild watching twitch on weekends never did that before yep (laughs) very true very true anyway you can expect a lot of side effects uh for your friend anyway yeah all right tip number one is to pick a simple set of decks to teach them with that are going to have just very basic mechanics um and are, are not going to throw too much at them all at once. Right. Um, so, for instance, like, thinking back to, like, Magic's core sets in the past, mechanics that you're going to see in those sets are great ways to start because those sets were specifically geared towards, hey, anybody, no matter what length of their understanding of Magic or their playing of Magic, should be able to use these. Sure. And we're going to get a new core set. So yeah. there you go. That's coming up. Exactly. If you don't want to wait, a good way to do it is just to go on card kingdom for instance That's right and uh find some really simple mechanic cards some really easy cards and build two monocolor decks for yeah. your friend to battle with absolutely um and that's going to help them just like get the feel for all of the basics because people have like the biggest thing is maybe be understanding that people are going to ask you questions that if you're a couple of months even or a couple of years especially into your playing magic you're going to be like, that's like, why did you not understand that? Yeah. But it's like, you need to be really explicit about stuff. Like, hey, if you tapped a land for mana and you spent that mana, you don't still have it. You spent it. Right. But guess what? That's like, it's okay for someone to not they, initially Magic is a hard understand game. that. Exactly. I remember, I've said this on the show before, I did, it took me quite a while to understand the concept of first strike. Yeah. It took me quite a while to understand the concept of damage uh, being on a creature during blocks yeah. and assigning damage. That Absolutely. kind of thing was bizarre to me. Yeah. So, yeah, get ready to go through that stuff. Again. You're going to have some interesting <laughs> questions from people, um, and that's going to be okay. Yeah. Um, and if you if you pick, like, again, um, there are starter decks out there um, that are specifically about teaching players. Uh, so go and get those because they're going to have – stuff that it's like it's it's going to be interesting it's still going to be fun it's still going to be magic and challenging yeah but it's not going to be like hey i'm gonna throw like metal craft at you right at the oh, right no, up no, the no, top. no i'm holding here a starter deck this is literally a starter deck yeah. from wizards of the coast this one is for magic oranges 
origins. And uh, a lot of times stores will have these available for free. Sometimes they don't, but sometimes they do. So it's worth checking. They're 30 card decks that feature a Planeswalker, um, which is a little bit, uh, I think, a little bit advanced for new players. But the rest of the deck uh, should be probably fine. But um, I think the number one deck I would recommend if you want a pre-con is Card Kingdom's monocolored decks that there are prefab for learners. So yeah, uh, those are that's that's what I think would be the best if you don't want to build one yourself. Absolutely. Okay, so tip number two. Teach them with another friend. Yes. <laughs> um, we always say that it's probably the reason why we ended up yes. getting so into magic is because it's so nice for them to, no matter how understanding you are, um, you're still going to have so much of an advantage from having, from having played magic for so much longer than them. And you're going to destroy them every you're gonna game. You're going to destroy them. And that can be disheartening for people, understandably. And you don't want to like, you don't want to like be Coddle super easy. Them. Exactly. No. Like you don't want to throw games in their favor. Like that. Does, no, no one enjoys that experience. That. So if you have someone who's legitimately just of the same experience level as that player, like that's going to be, that's going to be great. Yeah. Um, it's going to make sure that those two players always have someone who's at their skill level to challenge what they're learning, to challenge their thinking without being disheartening and feeling like, I'm always behind. Like, I'm never going to know this well enough to compete. The truth is like, yeah, eventually like you'll be, you'll know it well enough to compete sooner than you think you will. Right. But if you're always, always, always playing someone against someone who has years more experience than you, you can feel like I will never be able to catch up. You know, and that friend is going to have the same kind of questions, beginner questions that your other friend will have. And it's just going to be helpful to have somebody else there that so they don't feel so silly, maybe asking a question that might seem basic to you, but to them is not at all. Yeah. Okay. so tip number three Um, is to point them towards resources that they can learn about or read or watch on their own. Yeah. Uh, Because obviously you only have so much time to devote to teaching someone magic. I mean, you have 24 hours uh, a day. Honestly, you have 24 (laughs) hours, seven days a week. But if you have to go to work or something like that um, and you want to say, hey, like if you're enjoying this, you should start like reaching out independently. Like you can learn this in your own time. Also, I don't always have to be here. Um, you're very much empowering them to be like, you can go forth and learn on your own. You can alternatively set up a webcam in their house and watch them on their magic journey and check exactly, in anytime all the time. you think that they might need a hundred percent surveillance yep. is another yes. option. Yes. But if you don't want to go that route, you can point them towards like, Hey, like here's Twitch. You can watch streamers. Uh, here's Twitch. You can watch magic tournaments on the weekend. Yeah. Um, here's articles that you can read. Uh, if you want to get better at this stuff. Speaking of reading articles, we recommend Read Duke's Level 1 article series on uh, Wizards' website. All you yeah. have to do is Google Read Duke Level 1, yes. and you'll find his series of articles that are specifically geared to teaching somebody magic. They're great. So recommend those. Uh, YouTube's a great resource for finding magic stuff, too. Absolutely. Especially once our new video series is up there. That's very true. You can point them towards a uh, new video series. Oh, where could that be? Know, so that's going to be know. up, like, uh, pretty soon, yeah, the first at, lesson. Yeah, start of next week, we okay. will have our first lesson up. Yeah, it's called Magic 101, by the yep. way. And it'll be just very, very basic stuff about magic. So uh, that'll be pretty helpful, too. Yeah. Yes. Um, and... Finally, uh, take your friend to an event. Yeah. Um, it's like tons of people out there just play at the kitchen table or play in their local, like in their friend play group, which is totally legit and valid. And like, if that's how you and your friends are going to enjoy it, 
perfect. But if you're a person who goes out to F&M's or you go out to draft night at your local store, take your friend with you to introduce them to the world of like playing out in the, you know, playing out in the community. Um, because being part of the magic community is very much a very fun part of being in the game. And once they've had practice with the decks that you've either built or bought for them and they've played a few times, they might be pretty intimidated by going into a store, but that's why you're going there with them. Yeah. And the first time is always going to be a little scary. I remember our first time was draft. Mm-hmm. Um, so we even like upped the yeah up it was the, way that was, was good. very intimidating Ooh, first time draft how about yep. not even a constructed deck but like we're living proof that it we went yeah. we did it it was super fun and we went to so many other drafts after that yeah so like it might be scary but it's so worth it exactly help your friend like get out there and know like hey even if I can't always make it to FNM with you, like, here's what it's like. Like, now we've gone to the first one together, and, like, you can go out and play play these events also. Sure. And it's it's totally fine for your friend even to say, this is my first time playing yeah. when they're there. Because then their opponent knows, I think, being like, okay, this is what's going on. And if I, they forget to untap or do something, maybe I can be helpful yeah, uh, to absolutely. them as well. But, yeah, uh, you know, pie and other assorted candy as incentives is also um, something... That we, we very we much for? encourage incentive-based learning. <laughs> Have you considered a bell that they can ring for a treat uh, when they've done yeah. well? <laughs> I'm thinking of that video of the cats. Of the cats who oh, ring the bell and so they're giving good. treats. Oh, it's really cute. <laughs> I like see so many different versions of that video. Oh, it's so cute. And it's so oh good. God, it's so good. Every single time. Do you think your cat could be trained to ring a bell for a treat? That's really that's an interesting question because I do think like she knows stuff like if she paws at the door I'll come let her out oh, and she yeah. just l- knows that on her own I right. never like taught her so I do think that she's very smart so she could but she's also kind of older so I don't know if it's an old dro- dogs can't learn new tricks situation I don't know if you've taught your cat to ring a bell for a treat <laughs> please tweet it at us with the hashtag cat bell <laughs> Also, we definitely need video. Yeah, we, we need vi- video, video evidence, please. It's time for another standard corner. That's right, everybody. It's just a standard corner. Just 90 degree angles. Yep. Saying hi. Everything in here, very normal. Speaking but, of standard. That's right. There was a GP this past weekend. Walking in Memphis. Walking with my feet in fear of Have you ever heard that song before? I'm doing the share version. What? Yes. There's a share version of Walking in Memphis. Is it similar to what you just said? <laughs> I mean, that was a dead on 100% pure impression of share. So in that case, yes. okay. Okay. My X-Files fans. Yeah. So let's look at this top eight. Oh, yeah. There's some spice in here. Yeah, it is all over the place. Standard has been shaken up, and I think everybody agrees it is awesome right now. That's right. Um, so we have Mardu Vehicles. Boo. Well, say, it's been around. Mm, it's, yeah, it continues yeah. to be around. Grixis Energy. Yep. Red Green Monsters. Love it. Nice. Blue Black Control and Sultai Constrictor. Cool. These are some sweet archetypes. Yeah, absolutely. These are nothing like what we were seeing before. No, Grixis Energy is where... Except Mardu Vehicles, which can <laughs> go straight to heck. Megan hates Mardu Vehicles. <laughs> That's Part of Kieran 
is the worst card in the world. Yeah, Heart of Kieran's very annoying. It's really upsetting. Do you hate it more than Aethersphere Harvester? Yeah, I probably do. I do. I definitely do. Yeah. I think two mana versus three is just a big difference. Yeah. I guess Heart can get fatal pushed, but... Yes. But... It has Vigilance. That's why I don't like it. I don't like it for all every reason <laughs> available for to every me. Reason. For every reason. Oh, also it can be crewed by Planeswalkers. Yeah. It's just dumb. Liliana's getting up in there. I mean, I don't know what kind of deck that is, but... <laughs> she, she freaking she hard could. up, Karen. She could. Uh, yeah. Grixis Ugh. Energy, of course, the child of Teamer Energy. Yeah. New and improved or the worse child. and improved. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just new i mean new worse but you can't say worse and improved new and new and worse new and worse i think it's just new and different let's yeah, just call it okay. new and different it's i different. think that's it got it just got different that deck's different i mean it's still playing this is a card i've seen everywhere now oh my gosh it's everywhere glint sleeve siphoner this card is basically cast in every game i play of magic online my opponent I've, casts I've it on me i've seen a lot of it I've seen a lot of it. Blue Black Control has been around for a while. Yes. Um, um, here it it's is. It's playing some Torrential Gear Hulks, of course, and of course, Scarab Gods. Yep. Um, very sweet. Moment of Craving we mentioned last week. Oh, yeah. Surprise inclusion, but like, hey, gains you some life. It's great. Kills a lot of things. Sends them to Pretty exile. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I mean, no, it doesn't. What am I saying? <laughs> I have no idea. It doesn't just, it doesn't kill them. It gives them minus two, minus two. That's yes. the important part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't destroy them. It doesn't destroy them. It's just minusing them into oblivion. Yeah. Um, which is, which is pretty sweet. But Glinsleeve Siphoner, you know, yeah. it does a lot of things that you want to do. It's a two drop. It yeah. has menace if which, you want to yeah. attack with it. Draws you cards. And you usually do want to attack with it because you can get that sweet energy. Yep. And you can draw those sweet cards. I'll tell you a card I don't personally care about. What? Glinsleeve Siphoner. <laughs> That's fair. You don't really no, care. I mean, I if don't. they draw too many cards, that's yeah, trouble. I mean, I have that's a big time ends. trouble. Big time trouble right here in River City. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so th I'm just looking at this Grixis Energy deck. Yeah. Right? Are you into this? Uh, you know, there's too many creatures for my taste. That's true. It does have a bunch of creatures. Yeah. Four Whirl or Virtuosos, four Glint Sleeve Siphoners, some Gontis, some Scarab Gods, some Gear Hulks. Just like a greatest hits. Yeah. Greatest hits standard right there. A brave. Especially when they're attacking. Essence Scatter right? in the main. Two yeah. copies of that, which is interesting. Two Fatal Push, four Harness Lightning. That seems about right. Two yeah. Magma Spray important yeah um uh, two supreme will and four vraska's contempt and then you got two search for ace cannons in there nice. as well so this is very like this this deck is kind of like it's right right in the middle yeah um of get, getting work done mid-range exactly it's like i'm gonna play some some cheap creatures that are also have like some incidental value like whirler virtuo virtuoso i'll get to make some thopters maybe glint sleeve siphoner i'll get to draw some cards maybe ganti basically drawing a card um, stealing cards more like exactly and then i'll back jerk. it then i'll back it up with like some counter magic for like your most crucial answers yeah um and some and some removal of my own for your like most potent threats it just does it all basically exactly this this deck is like i work a nine to five yeah. <laughs> and then when i'm done working my nine to five i go and i work another nine to five but it's a five to nine that, you would die if you did that. Yes. You <laughs> if you were working would. nine to five and then five to nine all the time. Did you that's know 24 this hours. fun fact? What? Working the graveyard shift is a carcinogen. Whoa. Yes. That's. Isn't that weird? Bonkers. Yeah, man. True fact. 
True fact. It's like so bad for you. It's so bad for you. Yeah. I used to work the graveyard shift. That's how I know this. Ouch. <laughs> it was bad news. Did Paris. you feel bad? It was horrible. I felt terrible constantly. I got like four hours of sleep a night on the oh regular. My- Gosh. It was awful. That sounds really painful. Yeah. And then I was like doing shows and stuff too. So that sounds literally painful. It was, yes. Like I would hurt. I, that's where my energy drink, you know, thing started is because I had to stay awake. Addiction? Addiction. Call it what it is. Thing. Addiction. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Let's talk about the deck that won the whole dang thing. Which was? Red Green Monsters Ooh. from Tyler Schroeder. Nice. So people were wondering if red green, you know, dinosaurs was going to make an appearance or Naya dinosaurs. Not exactly, but. But this has got some monsters in here. It's got some glory bringers. Yeah. It's got four jade light rangers, which we talked about last week. Also, can card is sweet. certainly be big enough to be a monster. Explore and explore just for three mana. Nice. Sign me up. Uh, four rekindling phoenixes. Oof. What a card. This card is an all star. Yeah. This card is a beating. Do you want this card or do you want glory bringer? That's I mean, both, right? Yes. The answer is you the want an- both. The answer is you want Because they're playing four of each. Yep. This monster's deck plays four of each. But they've also got like some early cheap stuff. They've got resilient Kenra. That's that's crazy to me. Right? Uh it's three of them. That's pretty sweet though. And then four Earthshaker Kenra. And then I mean it really is just monsters. Ronas the Indomitable is gonna help you pump up your creatures. Yeah. <laughs> monsters for this deck, I think, just says to me is basically like threat, 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 huge, beefy threats. Can you deal with them? Yeah. If you can't. Like one after you're another. Dead. Like boom, boom, boom. All boom, of these boom. creatures, you basically need to kill. Yeah. Or do something about because they're going to be pretty huge on the battlefield yeah. for, the, for the most part. And so many of them, like Earthshaker Kenra, can be can come back. Yep. Um, Re- Resilient Kenra comes back. Rekindling Phoenix. Rekindling Phoenix comes, comes back. back. Hot dang. Yeah. Hot dang, cool kids, as they say. <laughs> it just feel. I played against it uh, today online, and it feels, you know, it just beats face. And it's just like, yeah. my creatures are going to be, for the most part, just way better than most of your creatures. Yeah. Especially in my case. But that's kind of my deck's deal, vampires. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just like, keep slamming great, big, mon- beefy monsters into the battlefield and win. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Uh, I also want to just look briefly at the Sultai Constrictor. Yeah. Uh, because it's got some sweet, uh, we have Winding Constrictor, of course. Yep. Which is the little snack that puts some counters on other things. Uh, and then it's got like Walking Ballista, obviously, to, to make use of that. Um, it's got Jade Light Ranger, because if you're getting those counters from Explore. You might as well get more. You might as well get more counters. Like, think about it. Like, what if you explore once with Jade Light Ranger? And you like get a counter and then you get another counter and then you like explore the second time and yeah. it's like it's a counter and then another counter. So you're potentially putting four counters on it. Sick. So it's like a six five for three mana. Like if you go turn two snake, turn three jade light ranger and it's like a six five and you're like, well, here's my six five. Okay. Yep. And uh, it has three uh, copies of Hadana's Climb, the enchantment yeah. in it as well, which is pretty interesting, I think. I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, me neither. But, like, this card is, like, it works well with the snake. Honestly, it just, like, makes things hard to, like, it can take those little creatures and make them big threats. Yep. Um, it makes things tough to block. I, this deck is cool. Like, this is one where I'm like, I can see myself trying this. But let's get real. You're gonna play blue black control, right? Oh yum! It looks it looks delightful. And I mean, uh, Drakehaven is still a deck. White blue approach is still is a deck. Is Drakehaven still a deck? 
I don't know. I played against it the other day. It beat me very uh, handily. So the only deck that's I think that, that has beat me that I'm like, oh, I don't think I can ever beat that deck. Oh, fair I enough. Drake Haven. Um, I I really like. I I'm still toying with approach. I'm okay. still out there, giving it a good old shot. Sometimes I do all right, and sometimes I do not do all right. So, but what is that? But magic. It's a really really deep metaphor. Uh, it really was. I think it was. You know, I was really um. I was really giving us a lot of insight with that sentiment. <laughs> I want to look up another deck here, which was uh, pretty cool. I'm going to scroll for a little bit to find it. Um, yeah. Naya Monsters, by the way, in the top 32. Mono Red Aggro, of course, which we, yeah. we would kind of expect. We're we talked about these nine through their cycling Oh, yeah. Deck. Okay. Right. There it is at 17. Jund. Uh, if you want to play Carnage Tyrant, there's a Jund deck in the top oh, yeah. of 32. That's pretty cool. Obs on Tokens is still a deck. Um, yeah, I've played against a lot of that online. Oh, really? I've been playing against so much hidden stockpile online. Ugh, hidden stockpile. It's Here really it upsetting. Jack Ooh. Kiefer's deck, White Black City's Blessing. This is a delight. This deck is crazy. I love it. I adore this deck. I, I want to kind of try it. I don't, it's not exactly my style, but it's pretty cool. I still, I still like it. It's got three copies of Crested Sunmare. Yes. So this is... Because why not? Because why not? This is uh, other horses you control have indestructible. At the beginning of the end step, if you gain life this turn, you make another one. You make another 5-5 five, five horse. Uh, and it's playing for Call to the Feast for Queen's Commission. Tokens for days. Tokens for days. Uh, plus, of course, Radiant Destiny. Oh, yeah. Wow. What a what a day. Two copies of Ixalan's Binding and nice. two Thopter Arrest to help you deal with stuff from your phone opponent. Um, yeah. Only four things, but that's all you want. Oh, plus two fatal push. So yep. I suppose six spells. And uh, yeah, and the rest of it plays like a sort of aggressive vampires deck. Like so you Legion's just Landing. To have three of this, this like horse. This five five horse. It's yeah. Like, here I am. I'm a horse. <laughs> Don't know. I, I gotta it. try it. I gotta try I'm it. I'm way into this deck. Nice work. Good nice job, work, Jack, Jack Beaver. I think it's cool. Uh, it's real sick. Unfortunately, no straight up uh, black white vampires in the top 32. But this is like a cool. But version. this is <laughs> honestly, it's a it's a neat, different, beefier version. There's mono black aggro, which. Yeah. Uh, we've seen before. And I wanted to touch on, I'm not sure where the deck list is, but we saw a cool moment at Memphis from Chris Patello, a.k.a. Mr. Cat Pact. He's mm. known for brewing up really cool decks. And he played one that uh, had, what is it called? Something Acquisition. Why can't I think oh, of yeah, it? Oh, yeah, like Curious or... It's um, two black, black, and you can go find a card out of your sideboard or wherever. And he brought you in... You can search your, your deck, deck or your, or your sideboard. Zakama... He brought in Zakama with it. Yeah. So he cast it, got Zakama, untapped all his lands, blew up his opponent's board. It was pretty sick. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So some really cool stuff going on in Memphis. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, the format's still wide open. Mm -hmm. um, we should uh, get on Twitch and play some play some standard games for Ooh. peeps to see to see what we can do that's right tune in twitch.tv slash magic the amateuring remember last week when i called it twitch.com yeah i do but then we found it out it turns out just reroutes there it just reroutes yeah. there <laughs> <laughs> la 
let's take a moment to thank our sponsor, Ultra Pro. That's right, everybody. Uh, Ultra Pro is a maker of fine magic goods. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Very the finest fine. magic goods. The why, finest if you're land. looking for playmats, why would you look any farther than Ultra Pro? Why, they simply have the best magic art, and they're simply of the best quality. Ooh, this playmat Ooh. looks lovely. My goodness. Look at it. It's beautiful. Sleeves. Why would you use other sleeves when you can shuffle the butter and silk that is uh, Ultra Pro's Eclipse sleeves? Why would you use any other dice than Gravity? dice when you want to roll yes. something that feels superior in your hands. That's right. Gravity dice, they weigh enough that you know that they understand the weight of what they're doing. They won't float away like other dice. No. They <laughs> adhere to the laws of gravity, unlike all those other dice that don't. Would you like a fancy deck box with dice in the top and cards in the bottom? Ooh. I would. Me too. Oh, Ultra Pro. The Ultra Pro. Dice in the bottom, cards on the top. Why they make every kind of deck box where you might want dice and cards. That's right. <laughs> Ultra Pro. <laughs> Let's take a time out for a yep. modern minute. That's right, everybody. We're thoroughly modern because we're modern players. That's right. Uh, and so we talked last week about some... Updated, uh, res- updated, updated results, updated, some re- updated ban, ban and restricted list items. Oh, yes. Some updates to the ban yes. and restricted list. Maybe that sentence was never going to work out. Yeah. Unless you are living in a small hole beneath the earth's surface, you know that, that just a cave. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Okay. I would love to live in one. Anyway, uh, Jace the Mind Sculptor is unbanned and modern, as was Bloodbraid Elf. So, That's has the world collapsed? Yes. What? No. Oh, gosh. Um, so, there have been, we've seen a surge of decks um, with these cards. Specifically, I feel like we've seen a lot of Jund. Oh, yeah. Jund um, is back. With Bloodbraid Ra- Blood Elf. Yeah. Um, there was like the modern, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It was like the modern showdown this weekend. Not showdown. What was it? Modern. Me- mega fun time. Well, anyways, uh, there's l- Modern Challenge this past weekend. Yes. Um, on Magic Online. And if you're looking at it, it's like, oh, hey, yeah, there's a lot of Jun, but you know what? And there's still, there's like Blue White is now starting to play Jace's. Sure. So you're also seeing, and also there was like some Grixis and some Blue Black with Jace as well. But the answer is also that like Modern is still, it still looks healthy. Uh, you still look at the top eight. Um, and beyond of that. And it's like, there's still a ton of different decks out here Great. that people are playing. Um, so honestly, that's like, if you're keeping your pulse, your pulse on the hand of the magic. If you're keeping your pulse on the finger of the magic community. Exactly. If you're keeping your finger on the pulse of the modern metagame, uh, the answer is that like, yeah, obviously the world's looking a little bit different. Um, but it seems like so far the answer is there's just some new viable archetypes that aren't like pushing down too hard on old archetypes. Um, everything is still, at least right now, looking to be flourishing. Yeah, I will sweet. report back after playing in Vegas against Bloodbraid decks every round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we'll see. I mean, we've we've still got a lot of big tournaments to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last big modern tournament was still pre-ban. That's uh, right. Pre-unban, I should say. Uh, so we can't really re- uh, recall data from that. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the future, we'll keep our eye on it and see how modern continues to develop with in these the unbans. In the middle of March, we've got GP Phoenix, yep. is, which is going to be modern. modern. Uh, so we're going to be able to take a look at that in a couple of weeks and say, hey, is it still true that if you're keeping your pulse on the finger of the modern <laughs> metagame, that things Ooh. are going well? <laughs> 
Hopefully. Excuse me, come here. I just need to put my pulse onto you. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, feel my pulse is on what I'm asking. Your you. pulse is yes, on me? Yes, I want me? you to feel my pulse. Is this a doctor's? Is this? Are you accredited? Yes, I'm. Are uh, doctors accredited? <laughs> <laughs> they have to, I mean, they're like, are they licensed? <laughs> I guess. What are they exactly? I don't know. Because right, be they licensed. have to they have to pass their boards. Yeah. And those are like they've they, got it. People, and they have to like redo them sometimes. I see diplomas on walls. Exactly. But is, that's not a licensing. So like what is it? Do you remember the movie um Catch Me If You Can? Yes. Which is based on a true story. Yeah. And that guy actually faked being a doctor for a while. <laughs> I mean, if it's just a diploma on the wall, look, I could do that. And he, but he was like being a doctor. He was like had appointments and stuff. You've and seen the movie, I right? know. It was a long time. I was in high school, I think. I mean, it was also a long time ago, so I'm sure you could just fake modern medicine back in the day. <laughs> they didn't have the internet. Exactly. There was no WebMD no for to someone check. to go home and Google and be like, that doctor was wrong. You you had to like write to somebody, were you this person's reference? Yeah, exactly. I don't and he know. just like forged all that stuff. So there's just someone, my point is that there was someone faking being a doctor at least at one point in the I world. I bet right now in the world, there are thousands of fake doctors. Thousands? Yes. That is such a high guess. I really hope that that's not true. <laughs> I bet you. I don't know. Look, I'm going to give you... Two. You want to say two? You're taking two or under? Let's do just the U.S. Oh, well, if we're doing just the U.S. Just the U.S. That one's harder. And we're not talking people who are like, uh, we're not talking about like homeopathic people who are like, I'm talking about literally people who have an office (laughs) and a diploma on the wall and are like, I'm a doctor at this hospital. Oh, man. Okay, I'll say five. You think that there are five fake doctors? best oh. part of this bet is there is literally no way to there's know there's no way for Unless us to ever know we like contacted the police and they're like we arrested five fake doctors five. <laughs> I, oh my god i mean the stipulation of the office is like really yeah because you could just be some person on a street corner like yeah i'm a doctor no, no. i'm talking about like they have an, like the full the full on like catch they have a guess. business card tell us your guess for how many <laughs> fake doctors there are in the united states with the hashtag doctor fraud <laughs> That hashtag is lots of like <laughs> conspiracy theory people. It on really it. is. It really is. Um, why were we talking? Pulse. Modern? Yeah, modern. I don't know. Anyways, I'm super excited. I'm excited to get out there. There's a new miracles list. Yes. Um, also, yeah. So you can see, you could already see some of these decks in action last week with the Team Modern Super League. Yep. Um, which uh, plug for that? You should keep watching. This week it's Team CFB versus Team Genesis. Nice. It's going to be awesome. Um, and then our team is playing again at the end of March. Mark your dance cards. That's right. Um, and Emma Handy, I converted her uh, <gasps> to the religion of taking turns. Oh, we could take some turns. Um, but she made some some improvements to the deck and made a new version with, with Jace? Jace. Yeah. So. I'm super Ooh, excited. If you want to see how many turns she can take, yeah, tune in. Which day is it going to be? Uh, that's not until the end of March. The end of March. Okay. Yeah. Well, but t- tune in every Tuesday to see it because you're g- just going to see some awesome modern play. It's been great so some far. Some really sweet decks. It's very cool. Magic 25 preview cards. That's right, everybody. Oh. Happy birthday, Magic. Happy birthday, Magic. You're 25. 
Congratulations. Great buddy. job. You are going to be able to do so many more things in your life. Yeah. You're five years away from your 30s. <laughs> I don't know what so, that means. So like, get ready. Get the partying in while you can. Exactly. You've, you've already been able to rent a car at a cheaper rate. Yeah. For a couple of years. Do I you think. know what? Well, actually, that might Is be. Is it 25? Or it's 24. I can remember if Me it's 20. It's 20. Yeah. Something like that. So I know a bunch of people who are this year turning 30. Yeah. And they're all just like, I'm going to like, I want to go and uh, multiples of them have been like, I want to go into my 30s being like the healthiest that I've ever been. Oh. And the entire time I've just been like, I, I was like, that sounds cool. And then part of me was like, no, I just want to go into 30 being like, I partied as hard as I could <laughs> for the last several months of my you 20s. You know what? Being somebody who may or may not be older than 30, I will concur with Megan on this and say, like, wreck you need that to stuff. wreck your 20s as hard yeah, as possible. Exactly. Because your 30s, guess what? You don't want to do as much party all the yeah. time. So it's just it's like a lot harder. I'm just going to just like, I'm just going to trash the place. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, which I mean, my, the, end trash of, the end of people's the end 20s. Of your 20s. Trash them. <laughs> uh, I agree. Which is maybe a much less noble cause. <laughs> Than entering them the Look, healthiest you've, you've got, ever been. You've got your 40s to, you know, be like, ah, now exactly. I'm getting healthy. Also, I feel like the argument, we were saying that the argument then could be like, it's so much easier to like, once you turn 30, be like, oh, I'm going to get my life together. Yeah. Like you can make some very yeah. easy changes yes. after that. Yes. But in your 20s, no, your life does not need to be together. You just need to have a good time. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay. So anyways. Anyway, happy birthday, was, magic. <laughs> happy birthday, magic. This leads us into oh, rats. What? I can't. I can't find our preview cards. Oh, no. What could have happened to them? I don't know. Rats. 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 We're trying to give you a hint here, everybody. Because there's rats. Rats are rats. happening in Magic 25. That's uh, right. And uh, by the way, if you didn't know, Magic 25, new set coming out. Yeah. And it's uh, full of super powerful cards from Magic's history to celebrate yeah. their birthday. So you're going to see things like, what was on some of the packaging? Um, Jason Mind Sculptor is going to be yeah. in this set. Like, it's stuff that... It has been insanely powerful over the history of magic, and you're going to get a chance to play with it, even in a limited environment. What? That's going to be super fun. Anyway, what? rats. Rats. Nazumi Cutthroat. Yes. It's our first preview. Nazumi Cutthroat, welcome. One in a black for a creature rat warrior. Oh, it's so cool. I love his little armor and chain. Uh... He's a two one Cute. with fear. It can't be blocked except by artifact creatures and or black creatures. And it says it can't block. Who cares? That rat doesn't nice. want to block. No, it doesn't want to block. You it's like, me? you're afraid of me. I'm a rat. I'm a rat with a flail. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like a two end. It's a two handed. It's like one on each end and a big chain between. This is a scary instrument in a rat's hands is what i'm saying you know what i didn't know about fear is i i suppose on some level i did but i forgot that they could be blocked by artifact creatures oh yeah they're not afraid of anything no they're not but artifact other creatures are like i'm just an artifact. Like, oh i'm scared of black no rats, rats coming on me Yeep. yeah so nice wizards of coast would be funny to give us all the rats in 25 i can't say yeah. it's all the rats or rat rat related but uh, I do know that rats is not a sub theme, so don't yeah, go thinking like, it's not a sub theme. They specifically were like, here's rat related cards for you to preview. <laughs> rats is not a sub theme. But we have three rats. But we do. Well, no, they're not all rats. Oh, okay. But we have rat catcher. Okay, it's kind of a rat. Rat catcher. Someone who touches a rat. Uh, for someone who touches a rat. Speaking of. Wait, not all people who touch rats are rat catchers. <laughs> but that's all true. rat catchers touch, touch rats. rats. The other day I moved something in my house. Guess what I found? Rat. It was a it was a mouse. It was a oh dead mouse. Oh my god. 
gross. That is gross. I know. How long was it there? Probably months. Well, was it like rotting? <laughs> it was it was rigor mortis. <laughs> I'll say that. Oh boy. I mean rigor mortis does not take that long to set in. That's true. I don't know. It was horrendously horrifying. This conversation is creeping me out. I was a rat Hardcore. catcher. Anyway. <laughs> for Black Black for a creature ogre rogue. Oh, okay. Ogre rogue is a difficult creature. It's an ogre rogue. Ogre rogue. Four four. I'm an ogre rogue. Also has fear. Yep. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may search your library for a rat card, reveal it, put it into your hands, and shuffle your library. Okay, so go find your fear rats. Yeah. This go has find fear your itself. rats that are afraid. Afraid. You know, I have we ever played with fear really before? You know, I think that we have. Um, but it's not something that they put they they print on new cards. No, it does doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Um but it does still feel familiar. Maybe it's because it's like kind of similar to like intimidate and stuff like that. Yeah. Which we did play with. Finally, more relentless rats. Relentless rats. These rats are relentless. One black black for a two two rat and relentless rats gets plus one plus one for each other creature on the battlefield named relentless rats. Ooh. A deck can have any number of cards named relentless rats. So if you want to go out and build yourself rat deck. a rat deck, you can just make it. All relentless rats. Yeah, if you're drafting... There's no four of rule in this sucker. No, 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 no. Just pick up all the relentless rats and go crazy. All of them. Because nobody else... Guess what? Rats. Nobody else. Rats. 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 Only you are. Rats. 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 Yeah, so... Rats in 25. <laughs> These well, three, at least. Yeah. There may be more. I don't uh, know. If you something. want to take a look at them, we'll have them up in a little bit on our Twitter as well. Yeah, these are so pretty you can cool. Take a look. I, uh, I'm excited to draft Magic 25. I think it's going to be like drafting Sweet. Modern Masters, probably yeah. even more powerful than that. Holy buckets of magic. All I know is that I love drafting sets that were specifically designed for draft yeah. which these sets are these master sets yeah. so i'm pretty excited magic 25 get out there celebrate magic's birthday with magic and rats and rats well everybody that's this episode of magically amateuring thanks for coming along for the wild ride that's right we sure hope that you were able to keep your hats on and your arms inside the vehicle and pies in your face. That's right. All of this pie brought to you once again by you. Yes. Amazing patrons of the show. For everyone who's already a patron, thank you one million times from the bottom of our one million hearts. <coughs> I mean, our two hearts because we're humans and we only have yes, one apiece. of course. Which humans. is the normal human number. One heart per person. Uh, it really does mean so much to us. If you're not already a patron or you have not updated your pledge, hop on over to patreon.com slash mtacast. It is easier than making yourself a peanut butter sandwich. Oh, for sure. And I'm not even saying peanut butter and jelly. No. I said peanut butter sandwich. Getting the peanut butter out of the jar onto your bread without getting on any on your hands is difficult. Exactly. This is easier. Easier than, than that. that. Uh, thank you as well to our wonderful sponsors, cardkingdom.com slash cast and Ultra Pro. Yeah, two great sponsors that give you almost everything. Well, I'm not going to even say almost. They'll give you everything you need to be able to play Magic uh, between those two sponsors. So thank you to, so much to them for sponsoring our show and helping us out. And once again, if you want to get uh, your donation into Ravnica here and our name on our office wall, $50 or more, we'll get you that at paypal.me slash mtacast. You have until the last day in February. Uh, before we go, we're going to announce the winner of our drawing for this month. Oh, yeah. Which is? 
It is. Somebody with a username and email address. It's not malaria. Congratulations. <laughs> you that win. is great news. Great news that you don't have malaria. Fabulous news. One, congratulations on that. Two, congratulations on winning the drive. Yes. So we're going to send you an email to let you know how you can get your cool stuff. And we're going to start another drawing for the end of uh, next month. And you can find the link to that drawing in the show notes for this podcast. Peace out, suckers. <laughs>